You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power studios, powered by my big brothers, Media 55, Stan Harris, and Trent Partridge. And as always, I'm sitting next to my right-hand man, my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's good, people? Ooh, ooh. What up, Mo? What's up? in the middle. What you been up to? In the middle. Um, you know, today I actually hosted a, a networking event, Give and Take Network, you know, mm-hmm. Give and Take always represented, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. at the Holistic Chamber of Commerce um, in Fort Lauderdale. It was a packed house, as usual. So I had a lot of fun. How, how come I don't get the memos on there? Uh, you don't read things. Not if you said like a month ago. It's on Facebook right. and stuff. You don't, really? I know you don't read Facebook. I know we're not talking about Facebook. I know we're not talking Sorry. about Facebook. Sorry. Right. Well, do I need to text you? And, you know, That'd be nice. You if know. I don't in Fort Lauderdale, I don't, I don't yeah. see you coming at 8 o'clock in the morning to a breakfast it, in Fort Lauderdale you'd be and you surprised. live in Or I might be able to refer people. I might be able to tell people about it who do live in Broward County. But okay. it'd be nice to use your network to support your Check events. out Facebook. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I can't remember. I don't even know my own password to the Facebook account. Okay. okay? We'll, work. Yeah. we'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. So, um... <laughs> So how was but, your weekend besides today's event? Uh, well, I did want to m- mention that I did meet some people today and I actually yanked them in off the street okay. from the event. So okay, we'll I'm talk sure, about that I'm later. Sure, but sure. Um, shout out to Dr. Ramos, who yep. we'll introduce later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Weekend was good. I barely remember it, to be honest. But um, what, I, Was it that much fun or just that much work? or a little Probably bit of that, yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was alcohol involved? No. no. Not really? Yeah, really? Yeah, you. No, I'm asking you. Since really. when? You because know I don't drink. Because for you not to remember, some, there was an I'm X factor. Tired. There was a variable. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, studio, make some noise. <laughs> Everybody's... She is queen of deflection. You know Everybody... that? In case, in case y'all wonder what that was about. It was like, I don't want to answer this, so let's go to the studio audience and no, get some I, rebound. I just, they look like they want to laugh and they're holding it in. I'm you like, know you know why? You know why they want to laugh? Because they want to laugh because they know your ass is lying. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, how was your weekend, Herman? Uh, weekend was good. I was actually in Tampa this weekend. Um, I uh, launched a uh, helped launch a youth foundation for uh, big shout outs to Mr. John Henson, Milwaukee Bucks uh, basketball player, who okay. uh, um, had an event at the Tampa Bay. Convention Center, and we co-hosted with the Skill Center, which is a nonprofit in Tampa that uh, does mentoring through youth sports. Remind people what you do. You say we. We. Uh, I work for a national organi- nonprofit organization called Up to Us, where we serve as an intermediary funder to smaller nonprofit organizations and provide uh, financial resources for them to hire coaches to mentor kids through sports. Um, via our sports-based youth development curriculum. So I uh, travel the country 
facilitating trainings in our curriculum and how sports is a platform for social change with young people. So that's what we did in Tampa this weekend at the convention center. Had a great turnout, all types of interactive sports. We had the Tampa Bay Lightning hockey team, the Tampa Bay Rays baseball team, the um, who else was there? Uh, obviously, John Henson himself. Um, several other organizations were there. Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a whole Play 60 football interactive zone. So it was it was nice. It was a wow. great event, family affair. A lot of folks came out. So a big shout-out to the folks in Tampa. Okay, sounds like fun. I didn't hear about this. No, I'm just kidding. Like y'all ass was going to go <laughs> to Tampa. Right. right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Try to come back at so, me. Just uh, for those who are new to the network and um, um, this is their first time listening, we want to thank you for tuning in. We have thousands of listeners worldwide, and we want to thank you for supporting the Own Your Power movement. Um, if this is your first time, make sure you check us out by going to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com to find out more about um, my coaching services. We have different memberships like the Give and Take Network, which is the Barter Exchange. We have several events, some free events even coming up this month. And we have loads of past shows and loads of content on personal development on our blog that you can check out and keep you busy all day long, even while you're at work. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Do we have uh, listeners in Latin America yet? Of course. Colombia? Uh, I don't know about Colombia, I mean, but Col- Colombia is representing the night. We got Dr. Dr. Um, Molina's in the house. Okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> oh, maybe we talked about her being possibly a re- relative of yours? Possibly. We yeah, we gonna, we're going to explore We'll talk that. about that. We'll that. <laughs> His mother's maiden name is Molina. Yeah, and there's a lot of Molina. Yeah. A whole lot of them. So, speaking, <laughs> good segue. Uh huh. Yeah. And so, who do we have in the living room tonight? Uh, tonight in the Own Your Power living room, um, we have a, a host of doctors and experts and a couple of regulars. And the topic is actually called Depression is Real Learn How to Deal. So, and it's almost like you're answering the question that many people wonder is it really, does it really, is it in your, is it just in your head? And right. Obviously, those people who are more educated uh, know it does exist. And uh, I think the key is to, uh, you know, have the solutions because if you got it, it'll it'll take you down. And, and right. definitely looking forward to learning tonight right. about uh, what depression really the is. The tactics, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm really, ex- I'm really, I'm excited to talk about it because there's so many people that are dealing with it that don't realize that they have it, or there's people that, like you said, look at other people like, yeah, right, you ain't depressed. Give me a break, suck it up, you know. And there's, mm-hmm. it's not always as easy as you think to deal with. Um, you know, in my my mind, depression was. Uh, being a, a little kid's um, dream, dreaming, I mean, not dreaming, but like playing sad music and being depressed over a guy and like, let me play more sad music so I can cry. <laughs> That's what happens That's when a, you watch too much. Much as my so, depression, all, so, all the girls are giggling. You soap operas. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the Hollywood r- romanticizing. Right. He doesn't love know. me. Oh my God, let me put some Mary J. Blige on. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to cry some more. I'm, like, I'm talking about as a kid, but well, as you know, a kid? teenager. That's what Mary J. Blige was in the early 90s. So when I was in my 20s. <laughs> Oh, I'm just telling my age. I'm uh, sorry. Well, I know I look good, but all right. So let's talk about <laughs> what um, mental health uh, notes that we found online that kind of give us some information, so some stats on. So yeah, depression. according to the National Institute of Mental Health, the largest scientific organization dedicated to mental health issues, women are 70 percent more likely than men to experience depression during the course of their lifetime. Research has shown that this is in part due to hormones. <laughs> Amen. Depression <laughs> risk goes up Whatever. for women. <laughs> Repeat that again. Research has shown that this is in part due to hormones. Depression, (laughs) depression risk goes up for women after pregnancy, during menstruation and during menopause. Another reason for higher recorded numbers among women. 
they are more likely to seek help and be diagnosed. So at least they recognize. Okay, and then let me go now. Oh, okay, wait, 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 what's all this? Like, <laughs> I, like, I, like I came up with this data. Like I came up with this data. Come on. <laughs> well, men are more likely to to try to self medicate with drugs or alcohol, whereas women are more likely to seek help. <clears throat> Thank you, women, from friends and family or psychiatrists. Mary J. Blige is not constituted. <laughs> That's the worst. That's the worst. worst. What'd he do to you? (laughs) Throw his shit out. To the left. Could you finish the data? Put everything in the box to the left, like like, uh, Beyonce said. Okay. So, um, (laughs) yeah, so in tonight's show, we're going to talk about um, depression. What are the different degrees of it? What causes it? What are the signs? Um, That's a big part, I think. And this is the most important part. What are some of the alternate solutions other than pills and talking to your friends with Mary J. Plyde and a bottle of... (laughs) Malbec. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, the guests tonight we have in the house are our, our regulars. We have Trish Antonia yeah. Smith, who is a therapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have Dr. Minka Brantley, who's also a regular. Um, she's a um, PhD okay. therapist in the house. Yeah. And we have Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon, what's your last name again? Keys. Yeah, I have her Facebook name. I need her uh-huh. real name. <laughs> so Cinnamon is her real name, actually. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're excited to have them on the show. And and then the second half of the show, we actually have Dr. Molina, who is my doctor of Chinese medicine, yep. who hooks me up every week. And then Dr. Ramos, who I just yanked off the street today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Body snaps. <laughs> no, I met him at the networking event today um, from the TMS Treatment Center. So. Person. Yes, I did. So, uh, well, it's that time to take a break, folks. So before we go, get the pens out, smartphones, and iPads. Get ready to take some notes. We'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Radio Show after this music break because you know it's time to pay some bills. is real learn how to deal and today in the living room we have trisha antonio smith who is an expert who's been on the show several times this might you might be like the number one like you've been on the show the most i think leading um, guest appearance so welcome back trish thank trisha. you thank you for having me you know it's always a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> all, right. all right and then we also have another regular uh, <laughs> dr minka brantley welcome back thank yeah. you very much glad to be here <laughs> and cinnamon Key. Welcome. Who, who, who I met before, which is so crazy, because we both look at each other like, I know you, but I can't remember. I just thought she looked like somebody. She remembered that I knew her from I like, a I presentation I gave. Yeah. Yeah. But um, welcome back. Well, well, nice well, to see welcome. you again. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> and, and you and Trisha know each other from high school from or college? College. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So That's Go Bulls, name. USF. What? <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get it started with um, what is depression? How would you guys define it? First, glad to be in the room with a lot of mental health professionals, <laughs> right, finally. 
Um, so and depression, mental health patients. And absolutely, because <laughs> that's, that's what keeps us plus. paid, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Only if you seek help. Um, <laughs> but See? depression, we, we basically say, I, I, I want to make sure everybody knows that depression is, we, we call it a medical disorder. It is something that is very real. It is not in your head. Um, it's a mood disorder, and there are a bunch of symptoms, I think, in the DSM, which is our little Bible. Um, we have about 11 symptoms listed. The first, of course, is sadness. Um, you know, the person feels sad sometimes for no reason. There's also what we call anhedonia, which means without pleasure, which means the person may have used to enjoy doing things, swimming, playing with friends, uh, shopping, whatever it might be, and now that person doesn't necessarily enjoy doing those things anymore. There's sleep issues, um, eating issues, right? They sleep more or less or they don't eat, fatigue lack of concentration, I could keep on going. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the scariest is sometimes people also feel suicidal, right? right. Where they, they just want to not be here anymore. Right. Okay. Wow. So is it normal from what you described that there's a pattern of stages or is it just sort of you get it and you just fall into one bucket and how, do, how does that? So what I usually like to tell people is, number one, we all have the same emotions, right? Everybody knows what sadness feels like, happiness, fear, disgust, the, the whole gamut. When you feel so sad that you can't get out of bed, you can't eat, you don't want to spend time with your family and friends, things you used to love, you no longer love, that's when we're saying that this person may have what we might refer to as a clinical depression where it's diagnosable. Okay, So it's not just, I just feel down today. Right. It is at the extreme. So yeah. with, with, with that mm -hmm. being, I have to ask this question because we joked a little bit about it earlier, yeah. but there are clearly things in life that happen that maybe serve mm -hmm. as triggers. And so mm -hmm. I think that there are those, I guess, maybe temporary states of being where it's clearly, um, you know, my dog died, and so I'm mourning the loss of my dog, yeah. and there's sadness there, and there's, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're going through bereavement, and, that, and those symptoms could, could many ways parallel what, I guess, is being diagnosed as a form of depression or mm -hmm. depression-like or entering depression, and then, so at what point does it become a temporary state to, like, this person's been diagnosed yeah. with, yeah, they, th this is something serious going yeah. on? So... What you said is really accurate, right? There are some people who might have a depression, depressive experience because something's happened. Someone's passed away, a breakup, whatever, and they may, that may trigger the depressive experience. But there are some people who have depression and it just comes out of nowhere because of genetics, because they're, you know, not to simplify it too much. Talk about genetics. Oh, yeah, I never, I, never, I didn't know we're going down that road. I'm going, you're jumping I mean, in. Yes. I didn't know that you could, that Absolutely. could be. Absolutely. So it's hereditary. Absolutely. Yeah, it can be. It can we, be. we call them mood disorders. And so families that have depression and or bipolar in the in the past they may also their children and, and grandchildren oh. may subsequently have yeah it, it's highly genetic i think okay. one <laughs> of the, the delineation that you were looking for Herman, is um what's the difference between regular sadness and depression the difference is the impact that it has on your life when it starts mm -hmm. to affect your ability to work your ability mm. to function your ability to take care of yourself, manage your finances, that's when it becomes a depression. And when it's persistent. You know, at any at any day, you can look at the DSM and say, oh, my God, I, this could be me. But, <laughs> but the, the DSM? The, oh, the Diagnostic, Diagnostic Statistical <laughs> Manual of there Mental Disorders. Yeah. And we're on um, the number five, number five now. Yeah. 2013, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, that's, that's what professionals use to diagnose you. Um, and made me forget what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> I made you forget. So you I'm started talking about it, maybe, uh, uh, um, 
an event that's triggered that causes it. But then you also mentioned that it could be hereditary. Other what were some of the other sort of buckets of, of what could cause a person to fall into depression? If it's not hereditary and it's not an event that's triggered, what might be some of the other uh, other medical condition? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's drugs. People, yes, well, drugs, drugs and alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> Time out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. You're I wasn't talking about those kind of drugs. I was talking about like when you're taking certain medications that have the side effects, side yes. effects of depression. And and you and you guys hear the the advertisements. I mean, yeah, that small print and they say it really fast. That is the most hilarious when they have commercials <laughs> for they one thing, and then they change up and they show the glorious <laughs> image and visual of life being grand, right. and then it says but. And then, oh, yo, you'll get better you're in like, this category, but you're going to die <laughs> with all this other stuff. If you don't die from this, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While she's skipping through the metal. You'll die without a headache or something like that. Yes. But at least you'll have nice eyelashes. Right. <laughs> all right. So um, now, um, Cinnamon, you've actually experienced depression. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit, little bit about your story or what happened to you? Okay, yes. Um. I believe that uh, the depression that I deal with, and I say deal with it because it's just not one and done and it's over. Um, I believe it's hereditary because I had another family member that just a few years ago um, committed suicide, which I did not know the entire time that she was uh, dealing with clinical depression much more severely than anything that I had experienced. So I started to do a little bit more family history. I don't know anybody else in my family that has dealt with anything that they will say, Mm -hmm. um, but I do Mm -hmm. believe it's hereditary. But um, over time, since um, my onset was in 2001, 2001, when my first grandparent passed away, and that began um, years of what's called dysthymia, which is another level of depression, but it's very mild. It can last for a very long time, a lot of years. But in 2004, with the death of my second grandparent, but the grandparent I was closest to, um, it really started going after that. And then 2007, ironically enough, while I'm getting my degree in mental health, uh, (laughs) I had a life situation happen that just spiraled. That was it. Took off. And I remember driving down the road, coming home from school late at night, and I always always took back roads because I cannot stand 836, but that's just personal. <laughs> so I took back road, and I remember coming up against a curve, and I knew there was a big brush of a lot of huge trees, and I am and I had a Mitsubishi Eclipse at the time. And I'm like, you know what? That's it. I'm flooring it, and I'm not going to turn. When the road turns, I'm not going. I'm just going straight for those trees. Oh that's it. Gosh. I'm done. I can't take this no more. I'm tired of the foolishness and the crap and the, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I did not know I was depressed because I was moving very quickly, I was doing, a, like, some depression is, a, like, the a retardation, I guess you could say, of activities. You slow down. You stop. You just don't go to anything. And then there's the other side of that where you just pick up and you're moving fast and you're talking fast avoiding, and you're breathing fast. Avoiding things. Avoiding everything you, that's in your path. And I just got tired. I was wearing, I wore myself thin, and I couldn't take it anymore. And that life experience happened, and it came crashing down on my shoulders. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I can't do anymore. And I put my pedal to the metal. And that car would not accelerate for nothing. Oh, my goodness. And I was actually angry. Look at that. But I was angry. I was mad. Your your guardian angels. (laughs) Right. And I was angry that it it didn't work. And I was mad. So at the last minute, I took the last second, I took that turn. And I'm like, ugh. And as soon as I got to an open uh, parking lot where I could park, I pulled over. And I'm just in tears. I'm done. Like, I can't drive anymore. So I called a guy friend of mine. He was like, okay, where are you? what's going on but what's funny is when I called him he said 
what happened. Like he didn't he say, pick right up the phone away. and say hello. Right. He didn't even hear me. I couldn't even get like the call. I didn't even think connected. He picked up the phone. He's like, what's wrong? What you mean what's wrong? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not fine. <laughs> and he said, no, I just felt like something's wrong because he noticed that I wasn't the same cinnamon. Right. He noticed. So he encouraged me to get some help. And um, I went ahead and got some help and I was medicated and I did not like medication. But what? I know that'll that's something that you'll talk about later on right. in the show, other alternatives. But what, what happened with the medication? Um, my memory loss. Mm. There are side effects of the medication. Like you were saying, you know, with some medications to make your eyelashes look nice. <laughs> <laughs> like all that fine print at the bottom, uh, signs of depression could cause suicide. And then you go to the psychiatrist <laughs> and get medications because I don't want to kill myself. And then <laughs> it got side effects. That. It was right. just insane. And I hated it. I hate so it. So I'm curious between the um, night of the incident mm-hmm. and um, how much time lapsed before you actually sort of realized or found out that you actually had, I bet, were diagnosed. In other words, what were the steps? What was that level? Like, what made you decide, you know, let me go get some help? And I was in my last semester of school and I went to, I had an advisor that I had could trust. So I went to her and I was like, listen, I need help just to get through this last semester. And she said, I'm going to pull you out of school. Panic, wow. total panic. No, you cannot pull me out of school. This right. is all I have. Right. And so she said, the only way you can stay in school is if you go to the counseling center. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went to the counseling center. And that counselor there said, oh, no, ma'am, you mm-hmm. need to go see a psychiatrist. Like, this is serious. Wow. Like, you, what you're experiencing is more than a couple of counseling sessions. So based on what she described, if you know, you had been the counselor and now you're at, you know, university and, you know, you have this scenario, what would be maybe some of the lines of questions or, you know, the very fundamental basic information you would need to collect to gather to come up with a diagnosis? Well, for me, and, and I, I work at a psych hospital, so we kind of do this assessment every day, <laughs> but um, you, you want to assess for how this person is feeling at the moment. Are they feeling like they're going to hurt themselves at this particular moment? Um, you want to know what do, what do they think the triggers are, what major life events they've had that might have been a trigger. Um, you want to know about their family history. Is it is um, anybody in their family ever committed suicide or um, had depression or any type of mental illness? You want to know if they're using any type of um, drugs, prescribed or non-prescribed, um, you want to know about their drinking habits, um, and that's your basic your basic assessment. Um, from there, if if I'm assessing somebody and I feel well, I'm in the hospital, so they're already they're already there. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that's why I was asking because in a, in a, in a, on a university campus, I mean, I don't know to the degree. I'm right. sure there's a lot of stress with students, right. you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess is it is it a likely situation that that happens or is it or is it more like sort of like the unexpected to come across a student that approaches you about those types of uh, conditions very normal yeah i mean i'm sure she could also say we say depression is like the common cold of the mental health industry absolutely Mm -hmm. it's the most common Mm -hmm. thing that we're gonna see and as far as a student is concerned we're talking high stress level levels lots of pressure we see uh students coming in with depression suicidality often that is not an uncommon thing by any means suicidality that's the how wow, suicidal word yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. you, you don't know Ooh, everyone fancy. in the world I mean come on y'all are smart but come on so I'm, I'm curious because it, um, the word stress has come up a few yeah. times now and I'm curious as to in the 
I guess, pyramid of mental mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Where does stress lie? Because there's every day, I stress every damn day, you know what I'm saying? Right. So and I'm looking at, so where is it that stress falls into being a true, so maybe indicator or, or step towards getting closer to being diagnosed as being depressed? So think about, think about the last time you had a cold, right? So we know that when people get stressed out, their immune system start goes down, right? Mm-hmm. And so that makes you more susceptible to any of the germs out there. So if I'm already susceptible because of genetics or because of pre-existing, you know, past depression or anything else, stress is going to make me more susceptible to another depressive episode. Always. So we mm-hmm. see stress is one of the first things we kind of look for. And we also, I'm sure you would agree, we also look for, in addition to the stress, we also look for what kind of support this person might have, right? right? Because we want to look for what kind of buffers they might have to help them deal with cool. the stress. Because what I'm hearing from mm-hmm. Cinnamon also is that there was a lot going on and not a lot of support to help get through all that. It all felt like it was on mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And, and that's actually a good segue to what I wanted to ask about because, I mean, you have your, your friends on Facebook that, oh, what with me? My life sucks. or <laughs> I broke my butt. And the people that complain, complain a lot. But there's some people that are really crying out for help. Absolutely. So how do you know, how, how do you decipher if this person needs help? And, then, and even if you find out they need help, how do you help them? Like, what, what do you do? What, what's an example of anybody? Well, you start with, the, I think, the signs example. of crying out for help. Because yeah. sometimes those could be the most subtle things that we encounter and don't even know that those are signs. When you start to hear somebody speaking negative on a on a pretty consistent basis, um, when you find that they are possibly they don't talk about themselves in the future, um, or they start wow. to give things away. Or, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they when you know they start yeah. settling up scores and things like that, mm-hmm. those are usually signs. Um, but most of the time, you know, I had a friend of mine commit suicide, and I had no clue. No clue, and I'm a mental health professional. At the end of the day, if somebody is going to commit suicide, they may or may not tell you. There may or may not be any warning signs. You may not know. You know, people become very good at hiding um, how, the, how they feel. But you want to check for somebody if they look a little listless. If they're just not themselves, ask them how they're feeling. Um, I had a client. <laughs> I had a patient, actually, that came into the hospital because they got into an argument with the boyfriend and ended up texting or Facebooking, like, oh, I'm, I'm tired of this, I can't take this anymore. And somebody on Facebook called the police. Oh, wow. And sent the, poli- the police went to their house and had them, what we call Baker Acted, which is in every state is different. It's an involuntary commitment or a 72-hour hold or whatever. Um, so you also have to be careful what you post on, post on wow. Facebook. A lot of people, are, you know, just That's say insane. stuff yeah, and they're venting, but... You know, and and the friend wasn't wrong because you just never know yeah. these days what somebody's gonna do. So mm-hmm. that was the right thing to do. If you see somebody is posting weird things on Facebook, um, call them, call their parents if you know somebody, or contact the police and, and let them handle it. Um, but just be an ear. A lot of times, most people aren't suicidal just because you're depressed does not mean that you're suicidal right and depression is not only a diagnosis it's also a mood mm-hmm. so somebody can describe their mood as being de- um being in a depressed mood but not necessarily have a depression, depression. Is, is are there any attributes of depression that are actually okay or that are actually i mean you, you talk about um 
it's I think okay to be sad sometimes. Yeah. It's a natural human emotion, and mm-hmm. I think that as we live in a society where anytime it's a negative mm-hmm. behavior, like right. being mad, you can't be mad. Well, why not? I want to be mad. I'm mad. Right. I'm pissed right, right. now. Let me be right. pissed. Yeah. You know, and so many times we try to suppress negative feelings and emotions. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious: is are there are there any cases where it's actually okay to be depressed because it's a part of something right. larger. When you, when you have a, well, remember, that's that gradient I was talking right. about, right? We have, all have emotions, and they're all healthy, but when they get to the point where I can't live my life, I don't go to work, I don't want to be in school, I don't want to be with my family members. You don't wash your hair. I don't want to wash, don't I don't eat. bathe, I don't eat. Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're saying. The line <laughs> 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 keep it, if that's out of your character, okay? Well, and also it. keep in mind, well, I just want to... One of the things that we use when we're diagnosing is we also talk about a two-week period for most right. days yeah, in that right. two-week period gotcha. versus window. the whole, you know, I'm having a bad day or a bad couple of days. Okay. Gotcha. Um, no, that's what I was saying. Um, Cinnamon, with you, did you, and when you had help, was that only one friend or did anybody else? Did you well, cry what, out but anybody else? Did you tell anybody else? I saw, a, I saw a therapist. I did not like being medicated, so I weaned, my, I weaned myself off, which was not a good idea. I should have seen, continued to see the psychiatrist as I was weaning myself off. Okay. So I had a bad episode for that. But I did find another therapist that took the time to help me see in me some of the things I was incorporating into my lifestyle that were detrimental uh-huh. to my condition. And I needed to, one of the things was I needed to seek the help of my friends. I had the friends. I just didn't, didn't tell I didn't tell anybody. Right. It took me it's two prideful. years after that episode before I actually said anything to wow. anybody. And, and that's scary because it, it talks to the stigma that we have put on you know, something that's very real, and we probably all do. I've always said we all need therapy, you know, regardless of our diagnosis and that. But I'm being, I'm being uh, shut down, so uh, we're going to. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, um, well, I did have one last question. Um, we were t- talking about early in the show about men versus women, how they deal with depression. Anybody want to chime in about that? Because, I mean, we talked about how men usually use liquor and drugs or. Self-medication. Yeah, self-medication. Sorry, I looked at her mom. Like, you know, you're the only man here. And, and her mom, I will say. <laughs> the only man here. What? I mean, the only man <laughs> ne- on the yeah, show. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up. We highlight that one Thank of the you. things that you all pointed Appreciate out in, that, in, in the statistics there is that men are less likely to seek help. Right. It doesn't mean that men aren't necessarily having the same experience. They're just dealing with it in a different way. Because they're told men shouldn't cry. Men should right. be the exactly. men, you know. Well, no, it's actually been... It's actually been but um, more of them are successful at suicide because they yes. use more lethal means. Yes. Women, Women are likely to more. take pills, yeah. you know, or, you know, cut or something yeah. like that. Men will are more likely what to about, what about the, use a gun or the, something the, like that. The, the reasons. I mean, I was interested in looking at comparatively, you know, from a gender perspective, what are maybe some of the triggers for men versus women? And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making this up. I don't know, but like a man losing his job and his financial stability, in this society, that's huge because you're defined by your income. Versus a woman, may not be necessarily as impacted by that. And for her, it might be something else. You know, more emotional, more driven by. You know, I, I don't know about making it up, but um, is that true or is that just mythical? Well. Again, it's a case-by-case thing. We say that's one of those subjective factors. So we know that as a result of of divorce even, something like a divorce, men are more likely to be depressed after that. There's research that says men are more likely to be depressed than a woman is, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, losing the job, there might be factors that play 
you know, that we're not paying attention to, but mm -hmm. I think it's a case-by-case -case thing. You never know what it is for a person, because even a breakup, we think, oh, it's the girl sitting in her room, the crying in her pillow. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, men may, men may feel the same way, and instead they go out and they drink more than they normally yeah. would. I was going to say, K-O-D, K-O-D. All right, so <laughs> King of Diamonds is a strip club, for those who don't know. Um, I was thinking never about been there, Kiss but on Demand. Whatever. <laughs> But we got, we got dirty. <laughs> whatever. Dirty. So we want to thank you for being here. Um, Dr. Minka, you're going to hang out with us for the next segment. Oh, okay. um, Trisha, um, Antonia Smith, yes. tell us how to get in contact with you real quick. You can reach me at www.tgacounseling.com or you can call me at 954-366-9TGA. Yep. Say it one more time, then, nice. to the phone number. 954-366-9842. Uh, Hit me up on Facebook or Twitter at TGA. Do you take walk-ins? Do you take walk-ins? Nope, by oh. appointment only. <laughs> and I don't take insurance. <laughs> oh! Cash, baby. Food stamps? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We can do a barter. No, I'm, <laughs> Bart I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> we'll, we'll hook that up. Yeah, All right. Help. Cinnamon, do you want people to reach you or anything? Sure. Um, I have. Let us know what you do. I talk a lot about overcoming and I get people, I help people overcome as well. And so I have uh, become a therapist and a life coach. Yeah. Um, and I can be reached at. Yes. <laughs> I can be reached at www.jamilawellness.org. J-A-M-I-L-A wellness.org. Also, I can be found on, like she said, Facebook, Twitter, all of it's Jamila Wellness. J-A-M-I-L-A wellness. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show, guys, and we'll be back with the next segment. But before we do that, for all the listeners tuned in. Uh, if you're a speaker, author, or coach and have a mission to change the world, the Own Your Power Radio Network has a global platform just for you. If you'd like to reach thousands of listeners worldwide, you can have your own show uh, or a five-minute segment. We only have two spots left for a one-hour show. Um, spaces are going quickly, so if you're interested, please call, call me at 877-545-7352. That's 877 -545 He was running late today. He was running late today, so we excuse oh, him. But why? I think we can get him off for the, right, yeah. the second. All right, so um, 
we, yeah, thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's terrible. I'm he terrible, called me earlier. I, just, I, just, I, I failed to pass the message on him, so I'll take the, I'll take the yeah, hit for it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so welcome to the Own Your Power Living Room. We have in the house Dr. Ramos. Hey, welcome. Hey. Yeah. Hello, hello. Um, Ramos. Treatment <laughs> Centers of yeah. America. Ramos. 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 Get it right. You start okay. working on the R. Okay. Herman <laughs> Ramos. See how better it sounds? Yeah, it sounds nice, yeah. All right. Make your mouth feel good, right? All right, Herman. Ramos. Let's stay focused. <laughs> and we all, that, she never left was Dr. Minka. Um, she yeah, she's gonna have to get her own chair with the name on it. Soon. And um, oh, <laughs> and, and Trisha Antonio wants one too. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, we also have Dr. Molina. Molina. Yeah. Molina. Welcome, welcome, Molina. <laughs> um, and for those who don't know, I talk about her every single week, almost every week. Every week, we'll see. At least to me. Yeah, at least um, yeah, because mm-hmm. he hasn't used his uh, services his service yet that I offered. Um, I'm waiting for the buildup. <laughs> she's gonna run out of needles. Yeah, she is. But she's strong. She's little, but she's strong. Them, Listen, you ain't got to be too strong with a needle. Off the chain. So, <laughs> if you got to be strong with a needle, something's wrong. No, but wrong. she doesn't just do acupuncture. <laughs> she is like multi-talented. I don't. I can't Masi- begin to tell. Ma- okay. Massage, um, Reiki, craniosacral. Uh, the whole what gamut. else do you do? Mm. Um, all of that. So, yeah, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's very talented. So she's That's good. based That's good. in Pember Pond. So t- let's just go over it and tell us a little bit about what you do, Dr. Ramos. 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 It's not Ramos? Ramos. Ramos. Okay, sorry. You say tomato, I say tomato. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually a psychiatrist. I'm the chief medical officer at uh, TMS Treatment Centers of America. Um, I did my fellowship at the University of Florida, and prior to that, I did my residency up in New York. Like okay. Psychiatric Center with, yeah. with uh, Did you know we're from New York? He said it like, yeah, represent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's been the a while since I've been up the there. So, yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. Cool. And I came down here to, I was doing, my subspecialty is community psychiatry. So I, I go into the community um, in Indian River County prior to coming down here and working with people who didn't have insurance or needed mental health work. So. Oh, wow. Excellent, excellent. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for being on the show so last minute. No, last he minute. He brought his whole crew, Absolutely. too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they came to the event today. I, I, I was teasing them, saying, "Well, you guys, you guys have your own vent- tape vending table without permission." No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Everybody came. Great branding. They all had their, their called, shirts. And that's what you call gorilla vending. Gorilla vending. Exactly. Vendor. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't mad at you. So, uh, uh, Doctor Molina, tell us a little bit more about what you do. I mean, anything else that I missed that I covered? Uh, and where's your office at? Or your, your yeah. My office is in Pembroke Pines. Another Pembroke Pines. Yeah, right. in Pembroke, Pembroke, and mm-hmm. Flamingo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very easy to find. <laughs> anyway, I do acupuncture, um, massage, and also energy work. Uh, we incorporate a little bit of um, balancing chakras. And she does the Reiki, Reiki. Reiki. He calls it Reiki, Reiki. Reiki, Reiki. Reiki, Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so we incorporate a little bit of everything to treat. So. Okay, good, good. Again, she's being modest, but she's magical. But anyway. Thank you. <laughs> you, you leave there floating. She's amazing. And she also, um, you don't call it prescribed when it's Chinese medicine? What do you, do yes. you call it that? Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. So we work with uh, Chinese medicine right. um, and coastal formulas or regular formulas for different um, different things, depends so what the person needs. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, which is the um, uh, depression, we do treat also with herbs. Combined with the treatment with the acupuncture and the energy work. 
Yeah, well, that's, I wanted to get to that because I know we, we mentioned Cinnamon was talking about taking drugs and, and medication that they, doctors prescribe. So what? Uh, when do you decide that somebody can actually take alternative healing versus um, weaning them off of pills? Is that something that you guys make the decision? or like How does that work? Absolutely. I think a lot of times people think they go to their primary care for the depression symptoms and they automatically think they should be on a medication. Just like right. when you have a cough or cold, we've just grown up through the years thinking, okay, we need an antibiotic for a cough or cold. As a psychiatrist, personally, I would rather them try every stress relief method, such as acupuncture, massage therapy, everything that she provides prior to even going on a medication. But how do we know somebody needs a medication? Mm -hmm. What they said previously, the two doctors that were on here, they 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 said it perfectly. Um, it's the symptoms that are coming becoming progressively severe to the point where they're not functioning. They're not able to contribute to their daily routines and next thing you know, um, thoughts of, like Cinnamon said, just going down the road or, or not turning off the road um, becomes worse. So we, now we have to start considering, okay, is hospitalization the first step before starting medication? Uh, and there's a lot of stigma involved with medication and mental health in general. It, it so. sounds like um, when you started talking about sort of alternative approaches versus, I guess, uh, traditional Western approaches, and I guess that's all in where you go for help, I'm assuming. So you could go to you know, your, your, your internal medicine, uh, general medical, med med Medicare, med doctor with whatever benefit you might have, and... I'm assuming that the automatic diagnosis will be, okay, let's get you on Xanax. some drugs. That's right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> so the re it's not like the recommendation is don't do that first. Right. Well, usually people don't want to go to a doctor in general. I mean, people don't want to pay their copay with the insurance and the whole system nowadays. We just have to worry about finance. So people will go to an alternative um, provider prior to going to a medical doctor, and then they would start the treatment that way. They would start um, Eastern medicine is herbal medicine. Absolutely. There's a lot of studies out there that have used herbal medicine to help with depression and anxiety, which should which helps a lot of people. And I think Cinnamon was saying earlier, um, a lot of situational uh, events occur that make our mood go down, but it doesn't mean that we, we are suffering from major depression or clinical depression in general. So, so some of those um, alternative treatments do help. And I, I just wanted to add, I think that a lot of times people don't know where to go, right? They don't know what their options are. So you know, when someone says, I don't feel good in my head, do I go to the medical doctor for that? That doesn't necessarily make sense to some people. So I think that people don't even know where to begin. And e back to Cinnamon, even in Cinnamon's case, Cinnamon not, may not have even known what was going on long before she had that night on the road, right? So sometimes we don't even understand what our experience is. So if I can't articulate what my problem is, then why, am I, why do I need to go talk to somebody about it? Right. So I think sometimes when we don't know our options, we don't know what to do. I have a question for Dr. Molina. So when people come to you for acupuncture related to depression, do they know they're depressed or do you pick up things? like what? Give me an example of like somebody that you treated for depression. Um, yes, some of them, they do know that they have depression mm -hmm. and some of them they don't. Mm -hmm. So it's just... Um, when they came in, they uh, depends on they fill out a form of questions. Mm -hmm. that depends on the answers. The, for the people who don't know, you have to realize that actually they're going into that, you know, depression mode right. or something is not really correct with them, uh, within themselves. You right. know, and some of them they just they already have been trying Western medicine. They some of them or most of them have. Um, taken 
medication or are in um, taking medication at that moment. Mm -hmm. So for those people who wants to come off the medication, not continue with that medication in particular, we had to start trying to do the treatment first and little by little maybe reduce um, what they take in mm -hmm. and see how they coping with until they can be removed from completely. And I have had patients who have uh, been depressed, taking medication, and eventually they're off the medication Wonderful. with acupuncture and herbs and a little bit more like, you know, because it's a little bit of um, little things here and there that they had to do, they had to work on uh, daily basis stuff, whether it's, you know, self-love and how to de-stress and how to, and how to, uh, like, regain the love for life, you know, to joy and to see how, how they can overcome what they have at that moment. So it's a little bit of everything, including mm -hmm. nutrition. Nutrition sometimes have a lot to do with depression. Really? Like, yes. give me an example. For us in Western medicine, uh, when you have um, a deficiency of blood, um, which is connected a lot with nutrition, that can lead you to have depression, that can lead you to have insomnia, that can uh, take you in that path, you know, because, and, and feel like low energy, not wanting to do things, mm -hmm. not to feel motivated, your energy is very low. Um, and so we go, and when, when that is the case, we go and supply that with formulas, with herbs, Chinese herbs, and then with the points of the treatment that we do with the acupuncture, we put that together just for that particular case, it does the case in that, in that person. Right. And so I think that's a good point to pick up is because a lot of times people don't think their medical medications can't cause depression. You had brought that up a little bit earlier. There are a lot of cardiac medications that we use to control blood yes, pressure right. that people feel tired. Mm -hmm. People have symptoms of depression, mm -hmm. but it's really the side effect to a medication. Anemia where your nutrition is a huge important factor for women who have their menstrual cycle every month. Correct. That's something that we don't think about. Iron supplement, you know, iron, various supplement. There's a lot of nutritional value to keeping your mood stable. Mm -hmm. um, just hormonal changes can also, the natural events of our bodies can also change mood overall. So we just have to kind of keep things in perspective before thinking, okay, mental health illness, you know, because it can be, it can be labeling, it can add to the stigma. So when you talk about it from a nutrition perspective, if I'm understanding this correctly, you're saying that a lack of proper nutrition can set you on a path to potentially lead to depression because your body's malnourished? Well, yes, think about that. I mean, if you're constantly running 24 hours, 24-7 in your business and you're stressed out and you're using all your electrolytes, your sodium, potassium, magnesium, all these balance the brain. I mean, the brain has got to function. It's going to use every nutrient in the body to function appropriately. And if you're stressing the body out, you're building up lactic acid in the body, it's just not, it's, you're not going to feel good overall. And if you're, feel, you're not mm -hmm. feeling good, mm -hmm. you're going to go down that path the same way. So you well, mentioned earlier we were talking about situational scenarios that create depression. Um, but I wanted to spend a little more time talking about um, both the hormonal imbalance and as well as you mentioned earlier it being potentially hereditary because uh, I'm, I'm 
really looking at my relatives on a whole different light and I'd like to start looking at some symptoms that maybe have not been diagnosed in the family <laughs> Absolutely. possibly get an edge on the situation. Absolutely. I think <laughs> for, for depressive. Uh, was that like a Bill Cosby imitation? No. <laughs> not anybody in particular, right? Um, no, absolutely. I think genetic and hereditary um, studies have all shown that you can have um, a family trait of depression that goes through generations and gen- generations. Hormonally, absolutely, our hormones regulate our mood as well. I mean, cortisol, which just comes from our kidney, it regulates whether we feel energetic. It stimulates other parts of our body to produce more hormones just to be functional during the day. The biggest misconception is or not a misconception, but association, is that women prior to their menstrual cycle can experience a dysphoric or, or mood swing. PMS. And, and <laughs> premenstrual dysphoria. We'll go. <laughs> and premenstrual syndrome. You I can't. <laughs> no, you gotta... Yeah, and I can't tell you how many patients uh, are referred to uh, a psychiatrist because they feel like they're going crazy. And they get started on their primary care or their OB-GYN with an antidepressant prior to their menstrual cycle. And it is proven to be effective. But what's also effective is alternative treatments other than psychiatric meds, and alternative meaning other medications, such as if your hormonal um, imbalance is because you're premenstrual, that means that your estrogen and progesterone is about to swing, then a birth control pill, which I'm not promoting for birth control, but actually hormonal treatment right. will stabilize that mood. Yeah, so the audience is like, no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> I know, no, no birth control. No, no, no birth control. <laughs> so, you know, it, those are other things to think about as a as you're going to your doctor for that because not everybody mm-hmm. needs to be on an antidepressant regarding that. But it is effective. I mean, I want people to know that there are studies that show that Prozac, Zoloft, Lexapro, they're all effective pre-menstrually, and then they stop it after their menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Okay. Um, you know, quick little segue. Um, I know you guys are probably a little thirsty. We forgot to bring on Barge. Jackson. Barge. <laughs> We're really rude today, so I'm so sorry. But I'm going to call Jackson our resident butler. Mm. So um, you, you know who he is already. I know who Jackson is yeah. very well. Mm. Easy. Easy. <laughs> All right, Jackson. <laughs> Thank you, Jackson. You, you arrived so little quickly. Gallop, little gallop <laughs> so, into the studio. So um, what would you like to order? A screwdriver. Yeah. Right. Get right into it. Says the psychiatrist. <laughs> See what you clients made him do? He's off duty. He's off duty. <laughs> and what about you, Dr. I have to follow up with that knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right. Ginger martini. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. That's also Eastern, I, right? Yeah. It worked. Ginger. Look, look, look. She got nervous. <laughs> I'm going to behave here. I'm just going to be. No need to behave, green tea, doctor. Green tea. That's it. I can. Okay. <laughs> I can. And, yes. and, and are you going to. You gonna... You know, six, uh, celebrate your uh, networking uh, event. Um, I, I'm gonna get a some green for give and take. Midori sour. Is that green? Okay, that works. Yeah. That works. That works. Represent, Very represent, give and take. I, 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 like, I like your little adventurous little spirit these days. <laughs> you know, um, the, the the usual Jackson. You know, crown and ginger. Let's go. Okay. Thank you, Jackson. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Jackson. It sounded like the Charlie's Angels. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Sorry, we went weird to the end of the show to get you a drink, but that's kind of rude. But all right, so uh, <laughs> the one thing I do want to add that we don't have a yoga instructor here, but I did want to mention that yoga also is an alternative um, healing for depression. Um, there's several positions that is, asanas. What's the right word? Asanas. Yeah, 
position is two, I guess. But um, one is fish pose, which I always hear in, in, in the yoga class. She's Monica. Shout out to Monica Gonzalez, my yoga instructor. <laughs> um, she's always mentioning that that helps with um, anxiety and um, depression. Can you, can you describe it? You, you're, you're, it's kind of hard. You're on your back. Your arms are behind your your um, your back. And your head is far back on, on the on the. So you're arching your. You're back. arching your back, but yeah, your yeah. chest—it's really open. <laughs> it's opening up your chest, which is open up your heart chakra for those who are familiar. Correct, with. and also uh, the channel uh, that we normally treat regularly with depression is the heart, ah. which goes from the hand and it ends up in the in your heart. So you're working also stretching. It works and open up the channel of the heart. Wow, and it, there's there's that, another one. Um, that, uh, that arch right there, see? That, yeah, yeah. That arch does it every time. Yeah, which <laughs> we're we're gonna put we're gonna post the the, the pictures on on the face fan fan page on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash on your power radio. Another one is called bridge, where you're um, lifting your hips up and it's opening great, up. Great. This is right not bridge works porn. well. Bri- um, what are you talking um, about? Cat I'm, I'm and not, cow. The one with the side open. Yeah, <laughs> it's yoga poses. He's like, yeah, right there. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it like that, right baby. There. Downward dog. Look, look at the arch right there. <laughs> <laughs> so cat and cow, which we all know that one. And um, another popular one is child's pose, which you're, you're on your knees and your head is your forehead is down on the, on the ground and your arms are behind you. So that's a good one to relax and release stress. Um, and, you know, there are some people that I know, um, mm-hmm. Dr. Mink and I were talking about Bikram yoga, how some, somebody cried in your class. Absolutely. The other day. I right. went, it went for me time. And uh, someone was coming out of camel pose and, and burst into uncontrollable uh, sobbing. So uh-huh. as a result, as of, a result yeah. of the position, she said, you know, that she felt like something had opened up for her right. emotionally. And you know what? And that she makes was so exposed. Much sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does. They be crying. I'm saying. They be crying up in the house somewhere. <laughs> I've never understood why. Them chakras get open. Who knows what comes out? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> You're talking about yoga, right? <laughs> yeah, yoga, yoga. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, so um, we do want to uh, wrap up here, but we want to find out how we can get in contact with Well, let me, I'm sorry, I'll back up. Me Time. Every show we, we talk about Me Time. <laughs> well, we kind of touched on your Me Time already, so mm-hmm. Bikram Yoga. Um, what did you guys do for Me Time? You have busy schedules, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One thing. You know, I see, well, I listen me to time. music. Music. Okay, okay. I love music. Music? Uh, yeah, what do you yeah. listen to? Uh, right now, there's a guy named Ed Sheeran. Okay. Yeah. What kind of music is that? Uh, he's an Irish singer, but um, he's got a lot of good lyrics. Okay. He writes a lot of good lyrics. Pop? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody in your, genre, your, your genre. team knows what, what oh, genre. Yeah, what genre. What about you? Um, meditation. Also, it's, it's very good. I try to meditate every day. And go to the beach. Yeah. That's the best. There you yes. go. There you go. <laughs> the beach. Uh-huh. Well, you know what my me time is every week? Going to Dr. Molina. Uh, <laughs> that's me time. That's one. No, it's not. That's me time. That is She's time. working on me. Exactly. You know, you, you, no, you changing up week to week sometimes. Other people have said things they do. No, like, no, but that's no, like, that's that's like by going together. She's working on me, so it's my me time. If you go to yoga, that's, that's me time. It's not we time. What about you? What would you do? Uh, I unfortunately lacked me time this past no. week. My schedule was just mm. off the cuff, and uh, I, I did spend five hours driving from Tampa, which I had an opportunity to reflect That's on the road. That's me time. Sounds like a long time. Un- until I got until I got pulled <laughs> over for eighty nine and a seventy, and uh, oh. caught a two hundred and fifty dollars no. ticket. But holla to the state trooper. He was probably the kindest state trooper I have met in the history of state troopers. Uh, so yeah. Wow, two hundred and fifty dollars ticket. Yeah, that's, hurt. that's that hurt. But it could have been worse. It could have been bad. Wow. Yeah. 
All right, so how do we get in contact with you guys? Let us know. Is, is your the treatment center like a, a stayover place? Like a residential? It's called residential. Oh, stayover <laughs> kind of place. I don't know. It sounds like, like you know when you come to my house, that's a stayover kind of place. In. He actually has a residential <laughs> facility. That's your treatment center. Yeah. Open up chakras. Oh, I got, oh, I got treatment. I got some treatment. It's alternative medicine, man. Alternative medicine. Herbs and all. Oh God. <laughs> Continue, Doctor Ramos. Yeah, uh, good. Actually, good again. Say it again. No, our center is an outpatient center. It's not a residential center. Okay. Um, and we provide alternative treatments such as transcranial magnetic stimulation so people can come off of medication. Or transcranial magnetic stimulation. That, that sounds, sounds, that sounds very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you believe? When you got multiple syllables in a procedure, you just add the decimal, move the decimal point over every it syllable. It sounds like it's very expensive. But would you be surprised? If it was covered by your insurance company, nice. I would be surprised. Uh, there, you <laughs> if it was there you go. Give us the um, website. And where are you located? Uh, we're located between uh, in Fort Lauderdale, between Oakland and Sunrise, off of uh, US One. Okay. Um, and it's on our website is www.tmscenterofamerica.com. Say it one more time. Uh, www.tmscenterofamerica.com. So. Okay. Uh, and Dr. Molina. Well, um, like I said before, I'm, I am in Pembroke Pines. The clinic is in Pembroke Road in Flamingo. In Florida. Remember, we have international listeners. Oh, in Florida. People don't know what Pembroke Pines is. Right now in Brazil. <laughs> like, what the hell is Pembroke Pines? <laughs> <laughs> and tell us the phone number or the website, one yes, or the other. the phone number is 954-816-3146. And you won't be sorry, guys. I'm just letting you know. Ah. She's amazing. Um, and Dr. Minka. Yes. Oh, but you don't take people off the street, right? Like, <laughs> Yo, what is I up with your I especially don't take people off the street. Those are referred to as walk-ins. <laughs> walk-ins. Not people off people the street. Off the street. <laughs> <laughs> like a shelter. It's a walk-in. What is up with your terminology? <laughs> really it's great. that Midori Sour no, kick but, Sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lots of resources at uh, drminka.com, D-R-M-I-N-C-A.com. And I also wanted, I didn't get to say this earlier, but if there is someone who is considering suicide, please call 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. Does that apply to homicide too? No. No, okay. Call 911. Call 911. No, call Coach Simone. She'll talk to you. Please don't give me that pressure. She'll be like, let me just Can you balance that homicidal energy? Oh, my God. See, we make a depression topic funny. It's so crazy here. So thank you so much for being on the show, guys. And I really appreciate you. And hopefully everybody here listens. And if you know of somebody that has any of the symptoms, please. Please pay attention and try to get them help or get yourself help. Um, we have some great events coming up this month. July 31st is Boost Your Sales and Make That Bank. Uh, learn how to target your audience and increase your sales by 300%. And uh, that event is actually happening in Fort Lauderdale. So make sure you go to the website, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com, to find out more about it. RSVP. It's a free event, and I'll be doing that with Vicki uh, Townsend. Uh, another event I'm doing called um, Discover Your Intuition is a workshop, um, four-hour workshop on how to develop your intuition. Uh, it's August 2nd, and it's going to happen in Pembroke Pines. Again, that's also on the website, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. And if you aren't already an official power play, everybody in the studio, y'all better like the Facebook page by going to <laughs> facebook.com forward slash ownyourpowerradio, and you can find out more about um, upcoming shows and events and all the good stuff that we have going on. 
Uh, so yeah, we're 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 on and popping over here. Lots mm -hmm. of things happening. I, I think we should start making it a requirement to be on the show. You have to be able to validate that they have liked <laughs> on your post. I'm dead Before serious. They walk in, walk the door. in the door. Show me. Yeah, show no. me. <laughs> show. Get out. <laughs> Get out. And you, everybody will be in the hallway like. <laughs> on their phone but uh nonetheless um don't forget uh okay and don't forget tune in 24 7 to own your power radio check the site for the schedule at ownyourpowerlifestyles.com and click radio special shout out to the own your power team who helps make this show possible from ohio to new york to right in the studio chris and stan thank you guys oh, yeah. keep it locked for the sex show coming up at 10 p.m please put the kitties away you have been officially <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power.